one to Everyone Loved It But Me. My name is Lisa Hedger and I'm your host. I'm a writer, journalist, and editor in Central Ohio. This is a podcast where we take a different perspective on literature. Today's episode is a book bits episode looking at Mother's Day. This episode is being released just days before Mother's Day 2022. Mother's Day is a different day for many of us. For many of us, it's an upbeat, lovely, wonderful day to to celebrate and be celebrated. But for many of us, it's a sad day. And for many of us, it's, it's a complicated day and a hard day. So rather than offer up those traditional books, today I'm going to share five books that I think highlight in different ways the complexities of motherhood. Fair warning, these five aren't necessarily going to be the happiest, most upbeat, but I'll kind of describe them. But for fun, I'm also going to include two romantic comedies that also have a focus on families and women and motherhood as well. Also showing kind of how complex it it can be how involved the mother can be in her daughter's decision to find a partner, but those last two will be romantic comedies. The books that I'm mentioning, a a few of them are certainly marketed as motherhood books, but but some of them are not because they they're marketed as as a different niche, but I'm going to tell you why I, I feel that they illustrate motherhood. On to the show! Okay, now I'm going to delve into the five books that really show the complexities of motherhood. The first one, this is this was my most favorite book in 2021, Crying in H Mart by Michelle Zahner. It's a memoir. This is a book, it's it's very much targeted and marketed as a book on grief, and it absolutely is about grief. Kind of know that going into it. I also believe it really, truly shows, again, that complicated, messy relationship between mothers and daughters. Michelle Zahner grew up in the U.S., had a difficult relationship with her mother. She and her mother, however, they traveled each summer to Seoul. They bonded over, like, just amazing, wonderful food. And her mother, Michelle's mother, died when she was in her early, early 20s. To this day, anytime she goes into H Mart, which is a Korean grocery store, she dissolves into tears because all of the memories come flooding back about her mom. Before this was a book, it, it was an essay. You can actually find this, this essay online. And what you'll discover as you're reading this book is you're going to get annoyed with the daughter, Michelle, because she's not perfect, makes a ton of mistakes. You'll get annoyed with the mom. Again, not perfect, makes a ton of mistakes. And that's why I feel like this book is so powerful. It's a very real, very honest look at mothers and daughters. Yes, you do need some Kleenex handy when you read this, but it's a book that I still think about and it's been many months since I've read it. So that is the first one that I really truly believe 
shows the complexities of motherhood crying in h mart by michelle zoner and of course i will include this in the show notes with the link the next book that i want to highlight is hamnet by maggie o'farrell so hamnet is a book i believe it has gotten a lot of attention this book, though, mostly has gotten attention again as a book about grief. I'm going to pitch the notion that it's it's not just about grief. It's also about motherhood and in this case, even fatherhood as well. But how parents, you know, what they do to to keep their family alive after after the death of a family. So this is historic fiction, Maggie O'Farrell imagines that William Shakespeare wrote Hamlet based on the death of his son Hamnet. So this is beautifully written and really shows how the mother and father handled grief so differently. What happened was a young Hamnet dies at age 11 from the plague and we see Agnes who's kind of known for being eccentric she processes the loss she really focuses on flowers and plants and fresh air and Shakespeare who's actually never named in the book he flees to London to write and act in plays to avoid memories of his son that are just debilitating to him so you really see how how the two of them share this deep love, but this tragic loss of their child f- caused a major fracture in the relationship. And Maggie O'Farrell, again, writes under the assumption that William Shakespeare actually wrote the play Hamlet after their son. And it was kind of his way of processing that grief this is a a challenging book in terms that it is kind of about grief and heart-wrenching it's beautifully written and it really shows the lengths it shows what how a mother in this case handled things and, and a father I think just looking at it from the mother perspective, motherhood perspective, parent perspective, it, it's really something powerful to to consider reading. Okay, the third book that I want to talk about is The School for Good Mothers by Jasmine Chan. This was just released in 2022 and it has gained a lot of popularity. One of my book clubs just read it and we all had we had different reactions, different responses. Everybody felt like it is an excellent discussion book about motherhood. Challenging book to read. I read this book, the first 100 pages, without even knowing exactly what it was about, which I was glad I did. I, I felt like it was, again, a book about motherhood. If you look on the description, it's described as a dystopian book. However most of us in in my book club kind of disagreed with that description. So if you like or don't like dystopian books, I I would not necessarily look at this one as as dystopian, but really about about motherhood. So we have our main character who is, is Frida. She is struggling so much. She has a little toddler who has had ear infections, a lot of problems. She's getting no sleep at night. Her husband has left her. She ultimately leaves her her toddler 
and CPS is called and now she's fighting for her child and you see her kind of get sent to this what becomes a school for good mothers to try to teach moms to become better moms so it's it's not a happy book it's definitely sad it's definitely one where there's a lot of discussion there are moments certainly where where you're not necessarily going to like some of the characters you know we definitely didn't always feel like our main character was someone we were could completely agree with you know we saw her her struggling really really struggling so it, again it's it's an, a really excellent discussion book I think there are things that you're going to disagree with on choices that the mothers make and you're going to maybe have a lot of comments about some of the rules and guidelines in this book but it's it's one that that makes you think it's it's again another one that since I've read it, it it's just in the back of my mind it is an excellent discussion book a lot of a lot of things that happened in this book I could almost see happening in in life so so this is one to to consider the fourth one that I want to talk about one of my book clubs had also read this one I think a few bit few years back is the island of sea women this is set on a Korean island and it follows two girls from very different backgrounds and they both work in their villages all-female diving group there's a lot of research you can you can check this out this this absolutely has happened and we learn a lot about these young girls we see them grow into women and we see their relationship get tested. We see their relationships with their own mothers, their own daughters. We see decisions they make, how they can have a devastating history. What's very interesting in this book is, again, it's a focus a lot on relationships of women and in, in how that those relationships change, as I said, but also the women who, who, are, who are earning the living they're diving and in many cases particularly historically they're they're earning revenue to help get their sons off the island to get an education and as we see this book kind of flip back and forth between more of a present day more recent time to more historical we see women who who want to do different things we see women who who are making changes from from what their mothers expect of them. So there's a lot of strong female relationships here. Again, it gets into, you know, some, there certainly is, is some hurt and, and some anger and, and things like that. And we see these relationships evolve. I, everyone in my book group, book group thought that this was, just a very powerful book and a great way to, to look at, at female relationships. And that book is The Island of Sea Women by Lisa C. And of course, I will include it in the show notes. Okay, so the fifth book that I want to talk about, and this is certainly one that does not really get described necessarily as, as a book on motherhood. This is the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. This book is described as fried green tomatoes, steel magnolias, meet Dracula. So there, there's horror in this book. We have our main character, Pat- Patricia Campbell. So she's always wanted 
this amazing, awesome life, but she gave up her career and focused on being a mother. And her kids are, you know, they're not very grateful necessarily to what she's doing. And I think her husband kind of takes her for granted. And she has developed this very unique group of women in a book club and they come together and they you know talk about their problems and read a book or of course some of them don't read the book you know how that goes (laughs) and then a stranger comes into town the mysterious stranger is he good is he bad well we know it's about slaying vampires he's gonna be bad that's just not even a spoiler you guys And then children go missing and these mothers have to figure out what to do. And so, you know, don't mess with Southern moms. That's the main theme of this. And you see them unite and and you you see what what happens like I said it has that horror element it's not necessarily one that you are going to feel like wow this is really realistic I really enjoyed it I found myself laughing and I know that that a lot of people didn't feel that way about this book but I thought it was like kind of a mix between the fried green tomatoes steel magnolias meet Dracula so you had that funny part of these feisty strong women you've got that element in there and then you've got that that Dracula so it's a unique mix it's not one that you normally expect to see in literature and this book has it and and it's it, it's a really I know I say fun, and I know not everyone agrees with that. It is just a fun, unique read. Now, as promised, I am going to give two books that that do also deal with motherhood that are romantic comedies, so that aren't quite as serious as as a couple others that I that I mentioned. One is Ties That Tether, and this is a Nigerian story. Definitely, it's a romantic comedy, but like I said, with a little more serious complications than you would typically expect. Azira falls for a man, and it just breaks her mother's heart. When she was 12, she had promised her father she would marry a Nigerian man, but, you know, her heart can't quite keep that promise, and her mom is insisting that she keep the promise that she made when she was 12. And really does not want much to do with her when she realizes her her daughter has fallen in love with a man who isn't Nigerian. Yes, you have some some lovely romance, but you've also got that kind of complex issues when mom doesn't like the the fellow that that you've fallen in love with. So I thought I would describe it as having more meat than kind of your typical romantic comedy. And it was still fun. I I really enjoyed it. And I liked that we we had some of these these issues with, with our main character, Azir, and her mother. And I thought that that part of it felt very realistic. Sometimes we, we read these romantic comedies and you don't even get to see the family members. You don't even get to see how they respond to to the matchup. And I liked this and I thought that this was realistic and a fun book. The final book, and this is the the second of the fun 
kind of romantic comedy books that, that does delve into mothers and, and female relationships in this case is one I, I have mentioned before, Style A for Aunties. This is a laugh out loud, funny book. This is Madeline Chan accidentally kills her blind date who her mother had set her up with. And now her mom and aunts need to figure out how to help her get out of this mess. I am happy to inform you that the sequel has come out. And literally today, you guys, I just picked it up at my library. This sequel is for aunties and a wedding. Also written by Jesse Sutanto. It's S-U-T-A-N-T-O. It just came out this year in 2022. I had been on a long waiting list. I just received it. Again, I have not read it yet, but I, I think that it's going to fall in into the, the similar style of kind of that laugh out loud funny book that the first one was still dealing with some of the issues with with her mom and the aunties and those relationships and I I think it's it's going to be a a lot of fun it kind of reminds me of a little more modern day twist on the Stephanie Plum series that was still popular and it was I know super popular in in the early 2000s but which also did kind of delve, she certainly had a lot of connection with her, her mom and in that series, uh, the grandma as well. Here it's, it's really with the mom and the aunties and, you know, hilarious, just crazy mayhem that, that ensues. And it's one of those books that when you want something fun and you want to kind of laugh and, and you know, it's going to be ridiculous over the top, this is the book for you. So check out that first one. And if you enjoy it, definitely check out the second one. Get on your waiting list right away. I know it was a long waiting list at mine. So the very first one, as I said, of this series was Dial A for Aunties. That, that has been out for a while. That's a little easier to reach, I think, at the library. And the second one that just came out, might have a longer wait, is for Aunties and a Wedding. All right, I want to thank you so much for listening to the show as always. Please keep in mind if you've ever got that Everyone Loved It But Me book that you'd like me to discuss on the show, please reach out to me at www.everyoneloveditbutme.com and certainly any bookish topics or ideas or suggestions or things that you would love to hear me talk about, just let me know. You can find all of my links on the website. And I always, my homework is always to, you know, encourage you to tell people about my show that really, that really helps. I'm a, you know, one woman podcast here in central Ohio where I record in my closet. <laughs> so the more people who who find out about me and this show, which really does offer a unique perspective on books, the more who can find out about it, the the better. And certainly we always like to offer a unique perspective on popular books and share some books that I think that we think maybe aren't getting as much attention. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope you get time to read today.